Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast, another shot of uncommon sense about how to start, grow and love your tutoring, coaching and teaching business. Now, today I want to share an idea that seemed absolutely off the wall when I first stumbled on it as an attendee at an NLP training. NLP, of course, is Neuro Linguistic Programming and it's sort of patterns, language, and the human mind. I found it a very powerful toolkit. So I would put a hand on my heart and say, if you're a tutor, a coach, or, or just an ordinary human being, and you're not familiar with NLP, you're probably missing a trick or six. Get in touch, and I can always refer you to some trainers who I know, like, and trust. Anyway, today's all about timelining. And when you're done, if you do the exercise, you'll have a powerful and a compelling vision of the next decade or more for your business and for yourself, both inside and outside of your business. How does that grab you? Okay, so here's how it works. What do you think about time? Start to visualize time for yourself from the perspective of an outsider almost as though you're an onlooker on your own life, standing off to the side. How does that look to you? In NLP, because you're not in the line of time or progression, it's, this position is called outside of time. Now, for a good many of us, it's a sort of left to right line, like reading a book. So if we stand outside of time and just look on, time will progress. From the past on the extreme left, to the present, usually right in front of us, off to the future on the right. That's how I do it. But you might be different. And that's okay, because everybody does it differently. Now, from, from that position, you can then look on and imagine future events and changes in your life. It's a pretty dispassionate position. And it gives you a good overview. So it's a great place to imagine how you're going to be doing business in the future. The people you'll need, the operational changes structures and financial levels that will be necessary for you to achieve what you want. Now, you can do this entirely in your mind, but frankly, my mind's pretty full of clutter. So I find it works better for me with hardware and that obviously means stationary. In this case, I will say a Sharpie and a big pile of five by three index cards. So what I do with my big hoard of stationery is find a space where I can imagine the timeline. Now, I happen to use the hallway at my home because it's quite long and, and fairly wide and it's not full of clutter. It's also tiled. There are exactly 15 tiles from the foot of the stairs to the front door. And that, in my rather simplistic mind, makes 15 years. So every tile becomes a year in the timeline of my mind. But for you, find a space that works. One that works for you, whether it's indoors or outdoors, with or without tiling or OCD markings. Now, 
Go and stand off to the side of that timeline in that place. So you're standing outside of time. And I recommend you stand about halfway along your imagined timeline. My timeline happens to be 15 years long. So that's me standing about seven or eight tiles along the line and off to the side. To my left is the foot of the stairs. That's today. Off to my right is 15 years into the future. And bang in front of me is a point around about seven or eight years in the future. Now, as I stand there, I imagine what happens in those 15 years. I just kind of notice what I might want to have in place and when over the course of those years. Now, that could be a whole bunch of things. But for me, as some examples. Uh, I want my son to be involved in the businesses, ultimately taking over part of the business and running it himself, learning and earning, watching him, nurturing him. I want to write more books print books, ebooks, audio books. I want to create some courses. I want to train other guitar teachers in my system and my philosophy, my way of doing things and have them pay me for it. I want to grow my property portfolio to 75 residential units. Also, I want to buy commercial property with my own pension funds to run my businesses out of and build up a nice tax-free pension pot. I want to start a lettings agency to properly run my own portfolio and those of external clients. Because I'm in that business of property, I've got a lot of friends who are frustrated, tired, fed up with dealing with idiot letting agents who don't do what they're supposed to do. So I think there's an opportunity there. Of course, I also want to keep on teaching guitar. I just love it. My timeline is 15 years long. I'm 55 now. I'm going to be 70. I want to be doing it when I'm 90. I want to stop teaching when they've actually managed to catch me, stun me, put me in the box and nail the lid on it before they set fire to me. I want to recruit the right people to run some of the businesses for me too. Certain things aren't the best use of my time. And part of the process for me is, is looking at the structures of the businesses from sole trader to partnership to limited company to setting up subsidiaries and spin-offs to joint venturing with people, all in the name of doing better business to maximize net returns, maybe start and grow a business just to sell it off and make a big pile of money, maybe even merge with another business or two and acquire some other businesses along the way, along with their processes and their intellectual properties. There's a whole list of things, and they're going to be very different. Part of the things that should also be on there are your health and personal goals. Now, as you think of each of those things in turn, write them down on index cards, post-it notes, or just ripped out pages from a notebook, and place them on your timeline at around about the time where you think they should be. So something should be five years down the line for me, it goes on the fifth tile from the left. And when I've got them all spread out, I kind of stand back and have a good look. Have you done yours? Cool. Right, so we're both standing alongside the imaginary line of time that we've created, outside of time, looking at a load of cards and post-its all over the floor and feeling pretty smug about it, but realizing that we're just getting started. So now it's time for us to move, to shift perspective and go what we call inside of time and do a few checks.
Now, when you're inside of time, you're moving your perspective, you're shifting your position to being on the timeline. Not off to the side looking in, but actually on the line looking forward. Now, you can do this pretty simply, and I suggest you do it physically by stepping to the point in your space where your timeline begins and stand right there looking along the timeline towards the future. Now, I, I'm pretty normal. I think a great many people will do this. For me, the future's right out in front of me, dead straight down the middle. The past is behind me. Can't do anything about it. I don't even want to look at it. So for me in the hallway, I'm standing at the bottom of the stairs looking towards the front door, appropriately enough, looking towards the exit. So as I stand there at the place where the present time is on my timeline, I can see the index cards splashed out in front of me, where the events and the people and the changes are laid out for me, all written down. Now, here's where it gets really strange. You take a step forward and move along the timeline until you reach your first index card. Pick up the card, read it, and put it back in place, making a note of its position or putting a little marker next to it. I happen to have a very cute hedgehog doorstop, so it goes there. Now, step back to the today position and look at the card, or in my case, the hedgehog, from now. I ask myself, is the card in the right place? If it feels too close, it really tells me that that particular event, change or person is, is too early in the timeline. If it's too far away, I'm not getting there fast enough. If it's about right, that's pretty cool. If it's okay, I'll just leave things where they are. But if the position of the card feels wrong, I'll go and move the card, then return to the today position and check how it feels. If there's something missing in between, I'll write a new card and insert it and then check that before I move back to the original card. If I'm looking at a card and I find that I don't really want that thing after all, then this helps me to identify the problem and I can eliminate it. So it's get to the card, read it, check the position from today, move it if necessary, go back and check it again. Keep moving it until it feels like it's in the right place. Repeat this process. Repeat it for every single card on your timeline. Now, the big surprise for me, because I thought this was just a load of crap when I was told about it, was it works. It's amazing for me the clarity that i get from running this process it takes a bit of time i don't do it every couple of months i do it maybe once a year and i think it, it gets to you at a gut level when things aren't right when you're looking at them inside of time it's very different from looking at them from the outside you'll you will get a really strong gut feeling that it's too soon for that thing it's too late for that one that one's out of step or it's out of sequence that you need to get someone on board and you know what that person's going to be like. Now, having done all of this, don't go and just pick the cards up and put them back because that would be daft. 
take photos from the now position. It takes photos from the in time position and off to the side doing the outside of time. Better still, do a video walkthrough of the process. Talk to yourself throughout it and then you can watch it over and over again and reinforce what you want to have happen and when. Check your estimates, check your assessments. Now you almost always be wrong, but usually not by very much. And the whole process of doing this will, will cue you to take action on the next step and the next step after that and the one after that. Now, how useful would that be for you to have that in your business? If you try it, it works. If you don't try it, it doesn't work. And you get to 15 years down the line and wonder what happened. I found this kind of work to be incredibly powerful as I'm looking forward to the next 15 years within my businesses, especially my teaching business. I'm looking at some very, very interesting times ahead and taking my income from six figures to considerably more. So let me know how you get on. When you do it, how does it feel? What do you notice? Get in touch. It's info at neilcowmedo.com. And remember to follow me on Twitter where I am at Tudor Podcast. Now, hit the subscribe button, get the updates, and I'll keep putting it out there. As we wrap up for today, guys, I'll ask you to join me next time on the Tudor Podcast where I'm all about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.